There are all kinds of hidden abuse when it comes to dealing with a narcissist. Today we're going to talk about one particular kind called narcissistic deflection. It's just one more kind of hidden abuse. Let's get started. Make sure you stick around to the end of the video because I've got a little secret, you know, stream to share with you. And it's something that gave you free stuff. Stay tuned. My name is Angie Atkinson, and this channel is all about teaching you what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Before we get started, just a quick shout out to everyone who's new around. Welcome. My name is Angie Atkinson. I'm a survivor just like you. I pr provide daily video coaching for survivors of narcissistic abuse, and my goal is to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse, and then to take your life to the next level. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. If that sounds good to you, please hit that subscribe button, alright? Let's get on with it. You know me, I'm all about facts, right? Well, narcissistic deflection, let's start with the definition of it, shall we? It's when the narcissist blames you as the victim for your bad behavior and feels justified in bullying you as a result of it. Really what they're doing is projecting onto you. They're deflecting from their own behavior. A malignant narcissist will even go so far as to use your own self-defense against you. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's talk about it. Unfortunately, this is a very common manipulation tactic that gaslighters use. It is when you are being abused but your abuser tries to convince you that you're the abusive one. Or maybe if you're female, they blame it on that time of the month or accuse you of just having horrible PMS and being the problem. They might label you unreasonable, they might label you crazy, they might say, oh my god, you're overreacting. But, oh, and of course they'll say you're making it all up if none of those things work. They assign all the blame to you, literally, for just about every issue or concern that they have. Um, in the relationship or around the relationship, it doesn't matter. They become offended and angry if you don't think that, that they're correct. If you don't seem to accept their judgment of you and being the wrong person in the situation, they will attack you. If you dare to question them or, God forbid, get upset or yell at them, yell back at them. The narcissist, what are they going to do? Well, they're going to turn the tables on you and accuse you of being the abuser. The narcissist will do everything possible to run a great smear campaign on you because, you know, everyone around you needs to know how crazy and difficult you really are, according to them. And, of course, that will make you look and feel like someone that you're really not. So, let's talk about the narcissistic flip, okay? So this is one of the most effective kinds of gaslighting. It is when a narcissist sort of flips the script on you during an argument. I call it the narcissistic flip because that's exactly what it is. And I have found that it's a regularly employed tactic for manipulating the victims of narcissists. The flip will happen most often whenever you make a valid point that they can't argue or have the nerve to question a narcissist about just about anything okay that's about the time everything turns around and suddenly you're the one under the the hot light you're the one being questioned you're the one being interrogated uh, you're the one who's sorry mostly that you bothered engaging in yet another pointless argument but still sorry look denial 
it ain't just a river in Egypt, my friend. So real quick, let's define denial just for the purposes of this video, okay? In this case, we are talking about the psychological term, which means that someone literally claims that something did happen when it didn't happen, or vice versa. So in the case of narcissists, they use denial of their own behavior when it's convenient for them. And almost always in situations where they can actually be considered at fault for, I don't know, anything negative at all. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Denial can be used as part of the whole brainwashing process. A lot of narcissists use that to control their victims. Think about it. While they might have originally used denial in order to avoid taking responsibility for their own behavior, a lot of narcissists have also discovered that denial can be an incredibly effective part of gaslighting. Of course, narcissists will intentionally say things that they know will provoke you into reacting. They will bait you and then they will wait for a response. If you don't react quickly or dramatically enough, guess what? Poke, poke, poke. They will continue to bug you, poke you, push you, pull you further and more aggressively antagonize you until you literally almost feel like you're going to explode. Okay, I shouldn't have said literally, but till you feel like you're going to explode or you verbally explode. They tell you then, of course, that, oh my God, you're crazy. Look at you, look at you. You need help. Something is just plain wrong with you. <laughs> so you see, they took you from your place of calm all the way up to your place of losing it. And all the while, they're like, well, I don't know why you're so crazy. So how do you deal with this kind of manipulation? Well, obviously and almost always going no contact is the ideal solution to dealing with a toxic narcissist but we all know in the real world it doesn't always work that way does it and there are other circumstances other things to consider sometimes you get stuck dealing with a narcissist for whatever reason maybe you have kids together you're co-parenting uh, maybe you haven't yet managed to escape you're on the you're in the process or you're trying to figure it out maybe it's a relative or in-law that you aren't able to just practically disconnect from. So you're forced to deal, right? Well, what do you do? The first thing that you have to do is recognize that the narcissist wants a reaction from you, okay? So if you do react and you give the narcissist what they're looking for, guess what? They will absolutely use it against you every single time. Let's talk about the blame game, shall we? You've heard of it, right? The so-called blame game is, well, it's exactly what I described before. When a narcissist constantly deflects responsibility for his or her bad behavior and projects it right onto the nearest unwitting victim, often the primary source of supply, who my friend I'm guessing has a possibility of being you at this moment or previously having been you. This puts you or whoever the primary supply is in a constant state of alert. You feel mental and physical effects of always being in a state of stress. It affects your blood pressure. It affects your neurological function. It affects even your ability to eat and sleep. Okay. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Other physical effects that happen are changes in weight and even generally falling ill more often because of narcissistic abuse. It's not just your brain they mess with. Let's talk about some examples of the blame game in action, shall we? All right, so here we go. A narcissistic wife is caught lying to her husband. 
about spending an evening alone with a male colleague. She claims when found out that she only lied because he always overreacts to everything. In reality, the man lives in fear of her erratic and seemingly unprovoked emotional attacks. And in general, she, val she invalidates him to the core. Okay, here's another example. A narcissistic husband is found to be cheating on his wife with her best friend. What a bastard. When confronted, he claims that he was treated poorly by the wife, neglected by her, and overly criticized by her. He claims that he tried to fix the relationship, and in reality, he was the one who was mentally abusing her. So, he has engaged her friend here as an incredibly toxic flying monkey. And let's be honest, that girl ain't her friend. Anyway, you know, it's girl code. You don't have sex with people's husbands. Okay, come on. All right. A narcissistic woman has a lunch meeting with a new colleague who she is secretly a little threatened by. She shows up an hour late, and when the colleague tries to get back in the office on time, she cuts her down for being so uptight and for neglecting the opportunity to get to know her. Some things you should know if you're stuck in this kind of relationship. I've got some for you, okay? First of all, if you're dealing with a narcissist or otherwise toxic family member or friend, you've probably got a lot of someone else's thoughts floating around in your head about now. Am I right? Might think you're not good enough. Might think your feelings and your thoughts aren't genuine or relevant to the world. And you might even feel like a big old fake when you do try to follow your dreams simply because you have heard for so long that you're not worthy or that you don't deserve that stuff, whether it was directly or indirectly, you've heard it. If you're struggling with a toxic relationship, especially one in your side of your home and your family, you may have had so much conditioning that you're not even sure which way is up anymore. The first step to healing this hurt and this pain is to start within your own head, my friend. You have to change those thoughts. You have to change those limiting beliefs that are holding you back right now. Let's start here. When I was in my own toxic family situation, I felt like nothing I did or said was worth knowing about. I felt hopeless. I felt worthless. I felt like I had to hide who I was in order to conform to the expectations of the toxic family member that I was dealing with. But I learned some important lessons as I began the healing process and as always I'm going to share them with y'all. Okay? If you're currently in the situation and you know you're still dealing with it, you may never have heard these things that I'm about to share with you. And when I first tell them to you, you'll probably think I'm full of shit. It's okay. You can think that. But I promise you, these are truths. And I suggest to you that you write them down and you keep reading them over and over until you get them. Or you put a bookmark on this video. Come on back and listen to me and I'll tell you each time. Okay? Here we go. Changing your mind will help you to change your life. I promise you. It, I'm living proof that it works. So here are the things you need to know if you are in a relationship with a narcissist. Number one, I want to remind you that you are a legitimate person. You are a real person. Your thoughts, your feelings, your aspirations, all of those things are totally legit and they matter. Number two, you are good enough. Number three, you don't need anyone's approval or endorsement to help you succeed. 
you can get validation through your own success, through your own self-dictated endeavors. You can get validation by yourself and you don't need anyone to tell you you're good enough. It isn't your fault that you've been through this abuse. It isn't about you. It was never about you and you're not bad or broken. You can literally do almost anything you want to do if you simply decide and believe that you can. If you choose to make something happen, you'll be compelled to take inspired action. And you will make it happen if you choose to. You have something real to offer the world, my friend. You matter. You have value. Wait till you hear this next one. I think it might be the best one of all the ones. You can be exactly what you choose to be. And choosing your own identity does not in any way, shape, or form make you lazy, entitled, selfish, or any other way unsavory. It's true. Next up, you get to choose your own identity every single day. You decide who you are. You decide how far you go, my friend. Only you. You can compromise for someone that you love, but only up to a certain point because that's when it's time to choose your priorities and choose a path. Compromise, though, it means both parties bend. It means both parties are satisfied with the outcome. It isn't compromising to give up what you truly want in order to make someone else happy or to keep them from getting angry at you. It isn't. If you were to walk away from this toxic relationship, the world will not end. It will be difficult to walk away. If, you, if you've already walked away, you know what I'm talking about. It, it's hard. But with a lot of soul searching and some personal work on yourself, your heart, your soul, your mind, maybe your body, you're going to feel better. Personally, I literally had to re-examine every single thing that I believed was true in the world when I ex exited the primary narcissistic relationship in my own life. So how about you? This is the question of the day. Question of the day. <laughs> Have you experienced a good round or two of the blame game? Have you experienced narcissistic deflection? I want you to share your thoughts in the comments below and let's discuss it. All right. Ooh, stick around as promised. Here is the special stream from the span group the other day in which I discussed the prizes we're giving away in the contest in the group and you can meet my business manager Melina here we go hey guys it's Angie um, so look I have something to show you Are you ready you know how Melina and Amber have been running all these contests and all this fun stuff for you guys well check this out see these bracelets these are called these are custom made by you all know my sister Piper right she has a little business making jewelry and she made these beautiful Queen Being Survivor bracelets for me. Each one is unique. And I have, I think, seven of them here to give away to you guys. So stay tuned for the contest because guess what? Melina is about to rock it out. I'm about to turn the camera around and let you say hello to her because we're having a business meeting right now in my office. Hold on. Hello. There she is. Okay. So know this. The bracelets are coming to you. Oh, wait, here, let me show you the rest on here, shall I? Oops, there's another one. Can you see that? Isn't that beautiful? Each one is unique and custom made. 
by Piper at Lone Tree Treasures. And one last, oh, couple last, I got a few of them here. I don't know if I'm going the right way or the wrong way. <laughs> you may be seeing some of these twice. <laughs> I'm not sure. But there's, they're all custom, individually unique. So if you want to win one of those, stay tuned to those contests because those are coming as well as, what else, Melina? Hold on, let me turn it around. Um, we also have mugs for you guys um, for Coffee with Angie in the mornings. Yay. And we have autographed books for you also that will be in the contest offered next week. That's right. So, stay tuned for all that. All right. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. I'll be back later today with another video. And I'll probably swing back in here live later as well just because I'm thinking about doing that daily. See. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Okay, I'm going to wrap up for today. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and thank you for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.